भाई साहब चक्रस एपिसोड थ्री फिफ्टी फाइव From the base of the spine to the crown of the head, for thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers, and could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to my seven chakras, and now your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. What's up, Action Tribe? AJ here, host and founder of My Seven Chakras, my7chakras.com, the place where you get to experience more healing, awakening, and abundance. And in today's episode, we're going to talk, explore the topic of angels, which you are definitely going to enjoy. But before that, let's listen to our latest iTunes rating and review by a listener named Donna, who is from the UK, and she writes. After only recently discovering podcasts on a recommendation from a friend, none I could say resonated with me until I found AJ. My seven chakras, his love, peace, movement, and passion for sharing and taking time to connect not only to our seven colors but our hearts and souls. His words feel like home, and his knowledge is just true life. To the people he has on his show, to solo podcasts, I cannot thank this being of light. Wow, for showing up. in my timeline everything in divine timing there's a podcast for everyone on ages get listening tribe namaste what an amazing review action tribe if you want to uh if you want for your review to be read out as well just like this then make sure you go to my7chakras.com/review my7chakras.com/review and i'll give you a shout out as well so let's bring on our guest for today uh, our guest for today is the author of the angel experiment and founder of the angel alchemy academy a trained Psychotherapist, angel channel, healer, and teacher, Kirin's edgy and down-to-earth style has helped thousands of people all over the world go from angel curious to angel powered. So, depending on whether you're powered or curious, you're going to want to listen till the very end. And actually, try our guest for today is Kirin Grelo. Kirin, welcome to our show. Oh, I'm so thankful to be here. Thank you for having me on, AJ. Great. And are you are you inspired? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am inspired every day. Awesome, awesome, yeah. awesome! So, <laughs> really, really looking forward to exploring this topic and excited about your new book launch. But let's start with uh, this topic, perhaps. So, what or who are angels? Yeah, well, there is a lot of debate about that, but mm. <laughs> most most people agree that angels are messengers and that mm. they help support humans. in a variety of ways now what they look like there's a lot of debate about that where they come mm. from there's a lot of debate about that but mm. uh, i can't say that they are actual beings practical that they can help you with practical things and i didn't know that before this didn't come from books i learned from real life and learning how to work with them from real mm. life got it got it yeah and what inspired you then to write your book the angel experiment the angels inspired me <laughs> to write the book um and actually the angels have inspired me to take every step of my career um from going from being just a licensed psychotherapist into being really kind of like an angel ambassador or angel advocate so mm-hmm. every everything that i'm doing now is so beyond anything i thought was possible for me or that i'd ever want to do because when i was first when i first encountered the angels and i 
really saw how real they they were. They, uh, you know, I witnessed a miracle, and I was like, "Whoa, okay, I mm. guess you guys are real." Um, but after that, I, I, to be honest, I stayed in the spiritual in the angel closet for a while. I had a little bit angel shame about it because okay. I because I went from from that to you know all of a sudden believing. Mm. Yeah, I'm curious. How did you first discover their presence? Uh, like, where were you, and uh, what were you doing? What was happening at that point? Well, what was happening in my life, and I, I, I uh, mentioned this in the book, but most of my life I struggled with deep depression. I had a pretty intense childhood, and and uh, it all caught up with me later in life and earlier in life. <laughs> so, so I was going through a pretty, pretty intense time. And uh, a friend of mine bought me an angel healing and angel reading. And again, I'm a psychotherapist, so for mm. me, I was just like, oh, here's this fun thing on the side, or let's yeah. go see a psychic. I, I didn't really know what was about to happen to right. me. Um, but again, I was deeply depressed and going through a lot at the time. And I'll tell you, I went into this angel angel uh, session being a little curious about them, but mm-hmm. I definitely came out being a little more angel powered or open to the notion of angels because the energy that I could feel in the room was palpable. I could feel vibrations moving up and down my body. Mm-hmm. And the lady told me, hey, talk to the angels as if they're real. And I said, okay, I will. Okay. And that's uh, that's what happened. Then, then I started. And cool things, amazing things started happening. Wonderful. So so prior to that, were you sensitive to energies? Well, I don't think I... Here's the thing. I think most of us don't acknowledge that, but Mm. our energetic being, we don't call it that. But I think Mm. because of the intense emotions that I was having in depression, essentially I'm an empath and I had taken on a lot of the uh, energy around me. And because my upbringing was highly toxic, I think I carried a lot of that. So that angel session, what it did was mm. it, it detoxed me from impuri- yeah. from impurities, and I became more aligned with uh, Creator Source. I could start hearing my intuition, and and I opened up my life to a whole miraculous field of possibility and literal miracles. Got it. And we'll we will definitely go into that. I can't wait to learn about some of the stories that you're going to share with us. But before that, you said that you were in a phase of depression, and depression can be a tough phase to be in, right? whether it's depression or anxiety or stress, it's, it's a real challenge. Uh, but what have you found? Have you found any connection between uh, depression and uh, these symptoms of an oncoming spiritual awakening? Yeah. Is there any connection between them? Well, a lot of people believe there is. You know, we talk about, some people talk about the night, the dark night of the soul as being mm. a, an indicator of, of a spiritual awakening. Now, some of us survive our dark night of the soul, to be frank, and some of us don't. So it's right. like it, gets, it gets too dark. Mm-hmm. Um, but at a certain point, you have to dig deep and find find something other than what we can see in yeah. order to really um, to dig into that. So, what a beautiful question! But yeah, I would say the first you know thirty five years was was a dark night of the soul, <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's uh, great of you to admit that because a lot of times, especially on social media, whether it's Instagram or Facebook, people don't reveal that they went through stress or you know depression or they went to through a dark night and what i found really helps me when i'm going through a challenge is to as you've alluded to in your book is to notice these signs and synchronicities right you notice these numbers from time to time 11 11 for that matter and when that happens i found that no matter how dark the situation is it's just this uh, glimpse or this glitter of light that helps us uh, restore our sense of hope right yes yeah absolutely if you're paying attention and Mm. And I, I think that I hadn't paid attention to those things for years okay. um, or ever. And it was really through the angel work 
that I, my mindset was able to shift and I could see really for the first time how not alone I was. And, and uh, I think that that's really important for all of us to know that <clears throat> I, I, I was not a religious person or someone who was walking faith or pious or perfect. As a matter of fact, I was drinking a bottle of tequila every two days and <clears throat> taking uppers and, and, and antidepressants. And, you know, so I was not this like, ooh, elevated vegan human who, mm. who should be oh, fasting, who's finally opening up to, to the spiritual experience. Yeah. And, and so that's my point is it's for everybody. This, the, the angels will work for you no matter what place in life you are. Got it, got it. Thanks a lot for sharing. Now, when you talk about angels, are you predominantly drawing from Christianity or are there other traditions that speak about angels as well? Because I noticed that there are certain terminology like angel Gabriel and angel Raphael, which I'm guessing is partly from the Christian tradition, but I just wanted to know, like, what are some of the traditions that you've come across that also speak about angels, or is it predominantly Christianity? Yeah, I don't believe it's predominantly Christianity. As a matter of okay. fact, you know, people be, may call these things, these energies by different names, specifically. Mm. Okay. Oh, I was, I was just talking to someone who who um, was really into, like, Hindu mythology, and he mm. was saying that there's a parallel between Archangel Michael and this other deity, deity who fights, who's like a warrior, who fights evil and things like that. So, you know, across country, and I forget what his name is, but across cultures, whether they're smaller indigenous cultures or um, the broader cultures, they, they, everyone mentions that there's benevolent beings there to support humanity. And it doesn't matter what part of the globe you're in. Someone's, mm. ta someone's talking about it. So I use Christian names, but they're not Christian, they're Hebrew. So it comes from the Old Testament. Oh, yeah. But Christians do not own these benevolent beings. And that's kind of what I like about angels is that they transcend our religion um, mm -hmm. and will we'll come to even the non-religious and support you and not demand this this level of, um, you know, doctrine. Got it. Got it. Well, thanks a lot for clarifying that, because, uh, you know, especially in spirituality, you notice themes right across different traditions and oh. different uh, civilizations, different places. And I was always curious, like, what is the difference between an archangel and an angel? Is there like a seniority difference or experience wise or? Yeah, well, I'll tell you how it was shown to me, how it was revealed to me. And yeah. it came through a vision. So I was uh, was in a, a Rite Aid parking lot, which mm. is like a, a drugstore. These things happen to me in the weirdest places. Yeah. So <laughs> like not a church, <laughs> not, not a church or temple or anything <laughs> <laughs> no, it just happens in the in the ghetto where it'll happen. So, you know, it's weird. Okay, mm. but you know, there I am sitting in this parking lot, and uh, I look at the sun, and I see this stream of light coming from the sun, and I felt the presence uh, of Archangel Michael, mm. and it was like this apparition, this ray of light that began to kind of expand down to the planet and open. And as it opened, I saw a robe open up, and all of these smaller beings fly out of it. Mm, and mm. so I believe that archangels hold a certain frequency and that there's there's beings that kind of compose them that are like like the workers that go out and oh. get, get it done or something like that. So each and each archangel, it's like if you imagine a giant being with this robe and that when they open up the robe, there's all the people mm. who work, all the beings that work under his vibration that will go oh. out and, and execute the divinity. And so then what's an archangel? To me, an ar archangel is a fractal of God, of spirit, of source, um, that have different frequencies there. There's Therefore, there's different names, but ultimately it's the same source. Got it, got it. And what comes to my mind is uh, Abraham, 
who is channeled by Esther Hicks, right? And they say that Abraham is not one entity, it's multiple entities Ooh. that she is or was channeling one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is pretty, pretty interesting that you saw this vision of the archangel and then multiple beings streaming out. And you write about something similar also in your book, right? Where you saw a, a bird that was almost dying and then multiple birds fly away? Yeah, well, in the case of the archangel showing um, showing his holy order of angels, it, there was millions and millions of beings in there. In the case of the bird, yes, I, I, I asked us, uh, I asked the angels to take them out of his suffering and the, the bird divided into three healthy birds and flew away. So that was only three. But okay. it wasn't millions because I'd still be putting that, still going, okay, that's a little much. Three is about all I can handle when it comes right. to physical manifestation. So that was a mm. really powerful physical manifestation. The other one was, you know, uh, it was happening in light frequencies. So mm -hmm. this one, the, the bird one was really like, okay. And that was within days of me first encountering the angels. So that was really... Uh, an eye opener that angels are real. And when you enlist their support, that they are capable of actual literal miracles and that someone like me, little old me could simply yeah. ask to help a bird and the bird will heal. And by times three, apparently weird. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. I, I like the idea that you've phrased this as an experiment rather than something that somebody has to believe in. Right. Uh, yeah. So what sort of experiments are we conducting here? Yeah, I think uh, you know the, the 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 experiment itself is really an experiment in your life, mm -hmm. and it's 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 uh, you know I invite people who are who are believers or even non-believers or maybe not knowers, mm -hmm. but kind of open to the notion yeah. that there might be helpful beings there to support us, and yeah. I walk them through a series of steps: a twenty-one day practice, a twenty-one day ritual, a twenty-one day invocation, and a twenty-one day healing. Mm -hmm. And and it's maybe about 10 or 15 minutes a day, but each day was kind of channeled. I channeled with the archangels and and they invited, you know, I just would say, hey, what what are we going to give to the people today? And then they would kind of share share the invocation and walk me through the uh, the activation and meditation surrounding that. And I just want to say a large part of this process is simply detoxing from all mm -hmm. the, the the crust and the the crapola that we've collected in just this lifetime. Who cares about past lifetimes yet? I mean, just this lifetime is just like, let's just declutter that and, okay. then we'll, and then we'll get to the past life. So, so yeah, a lot of it's detoxing. And then the other part of it is helping you align to more beautiful frequencies that help you flow, um, mm. that give you more uh, love, abundance, you know, things like that. Got it. I, I get it. Uh, so, so that's wonderful. It's, uh, I love the word declutter <laughs> because that's what I'm working on at my own home as well. And I find that the more I declutter, the more minimal I become, the more space and energy there is for, oh, yeah. uh, you know, my vision to manifest or just feel better overall. Uh, so in, in your book, you've you, you've written and you've encouraged people to have a healthy level of skepticism, but not rule out the entire possibility of a miracle taking place, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and when it comes to angels, I, I did have, or I maybe still have some reservations to a certain extent about them having feathery wings and a ringed halo. And I generally want to learn more, right? Yeah. Uh, and I, uh, that's why we're having this conversation. So what are some misconceptions that people tend to have when it comes to angels? Yeah, I think, you know, and I'll just talk about the misconceptions I had. Again, yeah. When I think about, <laughs> when I think about <laughs> angels, I yeah. mean, we all think about the same thing. It's like, like in some temple with a, you know, you know, some 
she's painted in wings and harps and singing. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now I will say I have heard choirs, so I'm not going to discount that. But I sure haven't seen stuff. You know, Archangel Michael show up. You know, like give me a give me a sandwich or you know whatever and, with and, a sword <laughs> with a sword and play harp, right? And okay. I haven't I haven't seen that. But some people actually do have those those okay. images and apparitions. I see them as light, um, mm. and I feel them in presence. And so we can activate our spiritual gifts and whatever our spiritual gifts are the strongest, like whether you're more of a feeler or a seer or just a knower, um, mm. angels come through in different ways, but, but, um, but yeah, I, I, uh, you know, people can see them however they want, even, mystics, yeah. even, even intuitives and clairvoyants, um, will see angels come through in different ways. So I try not to, you know, make rules about this. Just like I'm trying to say, Hey, no, Christians don't own the angels either, you know, mm. like, <laughs> They're for everybody. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So it sounds interesting. And I'm sure that a lot of our listeners are curious as to how do we go about uh, connecting or seeing or, or feeling or maybe even receiving messages from our angels? How, how does the process begin? Uh, the process begins, first of all, this is the most important part with an invitation, mm-hmm. an, an honest invitation from you to the divine and to mm-hmm. the angels. And then uh, it's, uh, at least in the book, you know, I walk you through the, the things to start noticing, the things to pay attention to, because people think, uh, you know, Archangel Michael's going to show up with a megaphone and start talking in their ear. And that's not how it works. It can sometimes be more subtle than that. So I walk you through the different ways that they can make connection with you, whether it's through synchronicities, uh, lots of synchronicities. Okay, I'll just get that one out of the way. But, mm-hmm. you know, through through uh, your news, news feeds, um, or through songs on the radio, but first and foremost, invite them in. Secondly, there are more powerful ways to then start the communication going, and that's where the invocations and doing doing a daily ritual, uh, mm-hmm. because so many of us are not doing uh, the, the you know what our brains are hardwired to do, which is engage in ritual. That's why cultures all over the world, everybody's mm-hmm. doing rituals because we're designed for it. Yeah, got it. Or maybe we have rituals uh, that are not healthy for us. Like uh, as soon as we pass by the ice cream shop, we grab an ice cream or we one ritual could be just coming home and switching on Netflix or, you know, as soon as that friend calls you, you go and have a couple of beers, right? <laughs> You're so yeah. used to doing it that it's hard to realize that, you know, that is a ritual in itself. Uh, yeah, yeah if, but... if that's your daily practice, I mean, <laughs> if it works for you, great. But if it doesn't, right. maybe it's time to change it up. Right, right, right. So, uh I know for a fact and through my conversations with uh, my listeners is that a lot of people are noticing uh, these uh, mystical signs, whether it's on the streets or whether it's at home or maybe even in their minds while meditating, but just uh, so that they can notice this at a higher level. What are some ways in which angels or guides try to communicate with us? Okay, well, first and foremost, the one thing that everybody should get out of their mind is the phrase, that was just a coincidence. Because when we do that, we shut down our magic completely. Mm. And so that's the one thing I'm going to say. So next time you feel like something is a synchronicity, you can usually feel like, whoa, this moment of, wow, well, that's that's an interesting coincidence. So maybe it's not a coincidence. Maybe it's a message. And so that's the, the, an important shift to make. Um, but again, through music, they can deliver a message to you just at the right time when you're asking a question and you turn on the radio and then it's, you know, something about angels on the radio or, um, or, uh, billboards. Sometimes billboards will have messages of love for you right when you need it. 
Mm. Um, so in your social media feed, a lot of times you'll start seeing synchronicities and resonances with that. So the key is, again, there's no such thing as coincidence. Just kind of make that mind shift and then document. And this is an important part of the book is documenting those little cool things that m- have happened. They can be subtle or big, but it, the more we document, the more we take a scientific approach to proving to ourselves, to weaving this kind of story of magic and really the fact we're not alone. Mm. So we are not alone, Action Tribe. I hope you are able to know that. I know a lot of times, especially if you're on this spiritual journey, the universe has a way of disconnecting you from things, experiences, and people because it wants you to connect you with a new version of reality that's more bigger for you. And in that transition phase, it might seem like you're alone. But the truth is, like uh, Corinne mentioned, that you are never alone. Uh, so, so Corinne, you said that these angels are trying to communicate with us through different channels and different means. So why do they do this? Like, what is their role in all of this? What do they want to send to us? Yes. Well, uh, so here's the thing. We all have, uh, and I, I, after I witnessed the miracle and over the years, I've learned about energy and how to work with angels. Well, angels started coming into my private practice as a psychotherapist. Mm-hmm. So then I would have to like honor the fact there's angels in the room and talk to the person and say, hey, I, I know it sounds weird, but you want to talk to your angels or, you know, and then that's how it started. But right. everybody I know has angels with them, period. Yeah. Like we all have them. So it's different than just archangels. Archangels are just powerhouses you can invoke to 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 really support the process here. But these, right. these personal angels usually will have like either I, what I find is a protector. So at least one protector who's like just kind of in a sense shielding us like, oh, you want that strength in front of you. Mm. And, um, and then we often have angels that are here to just nurture us and just comfort us and make us feel like, okay. And so... Um, why we have them is in a sense, still a mystery to all of us that, but I kind of stick with the, the proof and the facts, the evidence is like, well, it's happening. So you, while you guys are trying to busy, trying to figure it out, I'm just mm. going to be working the magic. I'm just going to start handling business. You guys all let right. me know if you figure it out. Action Tribe, if you'd like to improve your health, your immunity, and your sense of happiness in 2020, then you need to focus on your gut. Stress and poor nutrition can cause an imbalance in good gut functioning and gut bacteria, which can lead to an unhealthy body. The good news is that Uveda can help, which is a family-owned business that produces full support supplements that contain high-quality organic ingredients that can heal you. Uveda's My Healthy Digestion Kit contains a unique complex of Ayurvedic herbs, probiotics, and naturally sourced multivitamins that work together to provide complete digestive support and overall wellness. And I've tried it myself, so I can vouch for it. Uveda has a variety of solutions depending on whether you'd like to improve your mood, enhance your digestion, heal your joints, or even build your overall immunity. And all their ingredients are ethically sourced from nature who practice sustainability so you can feel good about it. So if you've been planning to balance your inner energies, your vata, pitta and kapha, then now is the perfect time to try them out because they've put together an amazing offer for Action Tribe with a 35% discount. Visit uveda.com forward slash Action Tribe or apply coupon code Action Tribe at checkout. This season, 
gift yourself the experience of peace and tranquility, the link you need is youveda.com forward slash A-C-T-I-O-N-T-R-I-P-E. Once again, that's youveda.com forward slash Action Tribe. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's great to just assume that this phenomena is taking place. And while it is, might as well partake in it, right? Yeah. <laughs> great, great. Yeah, if it works, it works. So I just do, yeah. I just do whatever's worked. It's like, that's why we do it. Not because of a of a belief system or a, yeah. this blind faith. It's just, it just works. That's why we do it. Absolutely. And so uh, thinking about the spiritual realm, you have archangels and then you have angels. And then, then you have spirit guides, right? And then you have your ancestors also that uh, are possibly looking after you. So what's the difference between an angel and a guide? Or do they sort of coalesce and are they one? Yeah, I think of I think of these beings as part of our allies, part of our, oh, they're all just part of our team. Okay. And so, but there is a difference for sure, because when you, at least as an intuitive, and when I'm working with energy, working with clients, or when I'm teaching others how to work with people, you can mm-hmm. really pick up on a different feeling in the room if it's a spirit guide or if it's an ancestor versus an angel so an angel Mm. has a kind of a a deep a profound luminosity it's like um you know those those light rings that people use when you're doing video it's like that's what (laughs) do you have one of those in there right now i have one of those (laughs) it's like that it's like bright Mm. bright setting and when you close your eyes you can just feel or for me it's just like feels like like a light just came on that's usually like an effervescent tingle bumps angels and humans and spirit guides feel a little um, less dense or less vibrant than that, but they feel positive. Um, and uh, whenever they don't feel positive, it's not it's not a good guy. <laughs> don't mm-hmm. don't don't talk to them. Oh, it's not a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So talk to us about the other side. Also, talk to us about the dark side. What are some things that people need to keep in mind when they are engaging in these activities? I think that people have to realize, and I think a lot of spiritual people kind of fall under the camp of of uh, being afraid to acknowledge or admit that there might be dark entities just like there's bright entities. <clears throat> and I feel like this uh, this this is a really important thing to not avoid and to not, uh, and to protect, you can't, we can't pretend that that mm-hmm. doesn't exist. To me, I liken it to, uh, you know, never teaching your children about the dangers of strangers coming up in a van trying to give you candy. You have to educate your kids when there's predators and so we have to be aware that there, there are dark energies there and to have extreme discernment always, not just with the people in your life, but the kind of energy that you're willing to entertain. So often these, these, uh, and look, I didn't believe in this before. Okay. This is again, mm-hmm. through sessions and sessions and seeing this happen in, in my life and, and also, especially in my clients' worlds. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the way the dark ones often will come into our spaces through our thoughts and start telling us bad things about ourselves mostly like mm. you, you know all those doubtful like you're not worthy you can never do anything bigger than what you're doing um that is often i've found at influence of entities oh so you got to be i guess careful of that right and what can somebody do because this is a question that i see or i hear a lot of times is what can an individual do on a personal basis to uh, protect themselves energetically and their homes from these dark energies? Like what routine or ritual or what can they say that can guard them off or seal them off 
from the negative influences or the evil forces, so to speak. Yeah. Dark energies. Dark energies. Yeah. So this is part of the reason why I wrote the book, because we're doing daily ritual and inviting in love, inviting mm-hmm. in um, loving beings helps insulate you and makes you resilient, calling on God or source or spirit every day to come into your life, not just to protect you. That's a whole separate thing. I'm saying call into your life so that you can be happy. And so mm-hmm. you, you in energies like that so that you can serve and be of service. Um, and I find, you know, the, the simple the simple way to become more resilient is to commit to leading a happy life, saying yes to those positive inspirations inside of your heart and mind that want you to raise your life up mm-hmm. and, and talking to God. Like those two things alone, you know, you don't have to have protection when you're when you're really like exploring joy as a pathway, not mm-hmm. not um, commitment, not just commitment and discipline and responsibility, but actual joy. Mm-hmm. Got it. I, I, sorry, I sort of forgot what the question was because I was so engaged in, in your, in your conversation. Let me. Just... <laughs> oh yeah. How do you pro- How do you protect against uh, the dark forces? Right. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And you also mentioned because you write about routines and and uh, and and rituals in your book. You write about prayer, which you just spoke about, and you write about invocation. What's the difference between prayer and invocation? Okay, so prayer has a different energy altogether than invocation. Okay. We all are familiar mostly with prayer where you're, you, you as your human is, yeah. is calling on divine beings to come and support your life or to, or you're going to give gratitude to this being outside of yourself over there. Okay. Um, whereas invocation is a ceremonial act. It mm-hmm. is the act of, it, it, you also are inviting in beings to come into your life, but you're also invoking bringing that energy activating the divinity within you so okay. that you you're elevating so it's like you are owning your magic and mm-hmm. you are seeing yourself as a part of the co-creation of your life as opposed to hey come rescue me right mm-hmm. and so i definitely do me some prayer on mm-hmm. the on the daily but i also get my ceremony on and ritual and, and spend time doing invocation so that's a really important part of our book is learning how to be a ceremonialist. I get it. So could we say then a prayer is a quest for, I guess, God or that infinite intelligence to step in for you versus invocation is you sort of channeling the energies yeah. to your higher self so you can yes. do it yourself? Okay. Yeah. So, well, an invocation does both. It's, it's, it you're does still, both. You're still inviting uh, an energy to come and make some change in your heart, mind, or body. Mm-hmm. But you are bringing it in like consciously and and often when people pray it's very disconnected it's very disconnected you over there me over here yeah but but it's like there's this there's this pattern there's this energy about it and um and it became very clear to me uh especially when i opened up uh, i have an online facebook group called the seven day miracle challenge and when people are putting a bunch of prayers like Help me, help me, help me. It the frequency is just not invocation frequency. It's just like r- often rescue me and this really, really sad, like just you can tell the, how how alone they feel. And mm. so in invocation, you open up your connection to the divine mm. so that you feel empowered, not not uh, so desperate. You feel strengthened. Got it. So it's more empowering, it's more strengthening, and there's a way to do it properly. 
Yeah, if you want to get ceremonial. Now, there's nothing wrong with those kinds of prayers, but I noticed that there's too many of those prayers in my group. It lowers the frequency. So I have to, I've had to like filter out some of those. Sadly, we have a little special thread just for prayers over here because everybody lights up the board. And I'm telling you, energetically, it is a drag. But invocation, on the other hand, people are like, oh, like, you know, let their light is waking up and they're starting to heal their hearts mm -hmm. and minds, which is the real problem. Got it, got it. Now, obviously, in your book, you talk about the different archangels and the respective roles that they play in achieving whatever it is that we desire, as whether it's healing or, or more prosperity. or So that's healing, prosperity, and what's the third one? Relationships, love. Yeah. So could you give us an overview of the different types of archangels or the different archangels? Well, I mean, there's a lot of them, but I'll, I'll talk about like the, the main ones that people yeah. can focus on. Um, Archangel Michael, I say, is step number one always if you're curious about angels, because Archangel Michael is the ultimate detox angel. Okay. He will detox you from fear-based energy, from entities, from, uh, you know, just like a heavy heart, depression, ang especially anxiety too. So always start with Archangel Michael. Um, and in the 21 days that we do a lot of different ones with Archangel Michael, we like to sometimes use more than one to kind of mix the frequencies in. Um, so Archangel Michael, Archangel Michael, Archangel Michael. Then there's a whole love order. So if people really want to call in romance, you can call it the romance angels and the love order of angels. We call, they're called the cherubim. So they mm. help, they're like those little baby angels that like, you know, shoot darts at people, shoot arrows. Yeah. Um, so, so that is fun. Archangel Ariel, I would say, is really good at helping people manifest abundance and attract uh, real world things. Okay. Uh, and if you're going through physical conditions, Archangel Raphael is really amazing. Got it. So there you go, Action Tribe. Archangel Michael is for cleansing. And you have the Cherubim for love. And uh, Raphael was for? What, what is the healing, for? physical healing. Healing, physical uh -huh. healing. Okay. okay, got it, got it. Uh, so, Corinne, let's talk about... Uh, you know, there are two main topics that I think all philosophers and poets and thinkers have thought about since time immemorial, right? Destiny and agency, free will and something that's already written in our in our destiny, in our charts, whatever that might be. Because the truth is there are a lot of factors, right, which work without our conscious decision-making process, right? Okay. Even if they're finding now that most of our our physical body, it's, it's the gut, right? And the the gut cells are more than the human cells. So, and they governed so much of our thinking and emotions and thoughts. So, so what are your thoughts on destiny versus agency? Like how much of our life are we really in control of and how much is written in our destiny? I know this is a, you know, a tough question, but what are your thoughts on this? <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> well, let me just see what, when I see, when I really feel into this, mm. uh, I'm seeing like a, a spiral <clears throat> and how we look at that spiral from the head on or from the side yeah. and that we're going to have a certain, when it comes to destiny, I mean, I want it, what I want to say instead of destiny is like essence or frequency, no, no matter, no matter what, no matter how we're going to play our life, we're going to bring ourselves to it. You know, mm. sometimes we'll bring a part of our lower self. Sometimes we're going to bring a little bit of our higher frequency, but we're in our frequency. I feel like our free will is what drives what what level we're going to play our destiny on, right? So, mm. so it's like the the spiral goes up or down, and 
you know, you have a choice of how you're going to play this through mm-hmm. in a way. Now, this is something I'm just, I'm, they're showing me right now, essentially. Um, but free will helps you advance, get into the higher frequency. So when I was really like down and low and doing mm-hmm. a lot of drugs, I was still fulfilling my destiny. <laughs> I was still really yeah. bringing myself, but I was experiencing myself in a, in a, in a different like parallel universe in a way, in a way. So to, to hack the system for mm. joy is right there. Yeah. We, we can do it, but it takes these heart and mind shifts and a free will. Um, and, and so there, there you have it from, from today's perspective, <laughs> <laughs> you know how that goes. That could change, you know, in minutes, but that's today's yeah. perspective. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, so you write a lot about intention in your book, right? The importance of having a set intention and the role that it plays in the manifestation or whatever it is that you desire. So talk to us about intention and why is that so important and what role it plays? Well, yeah, intention is important because mostly it helps our minds focus on our goals. And because we're powerful creators, it's good to have a roadmap. Something I don't necessarily mention in Mm -hmm. the book is that it's important to have a framework to know what you're wanting. But a lot of people, the way they set intentions, they're coming at it in a sense all wrong because yeah. they're, not, they're not going deep enough. They're not actually mm. asking the soul what they need. Like, what, what do I really need? They're still coming at it from like, okay, I need $500 to pay my rent. And, and uh, there's a different kind of intention setting that we can do that is so, that's aligned with spirit. And those are the ones that tend to really manifest well. So mm-hmm. as opposed to focusing on stuff, you know, focus on frequency, on love, on, on those kinds of things. But yeah, we need to heart these. We, our minds are wild beasts. So, yeah. so <laughs> writing it down always helps our magic flow. Always, but we may not get exactly what we want. We might get better things, and that's what I've learned through working with angels. Is that my mind is too small to conceptualize of the the expansiveness that my life can actually be. Like the life I have today is nothing I ever could have imagined on my own. So right. when you invite spirit in to kind of fill in the blanks for you. Hey, I just want to feel free and I just want to feel happy. And then mm-hmm. you feel, you let me know how it's going to get done. Um, mm-hmm. then it's amazing what happens. It, life becomes just like, whoa, bigger than anything you could have written down with your small mind. Got it. Yeah, that makes sense. I think we can plan and analyze and, you know, foresee what might happen in the future, but that's just our limited minds thinking. And yeah. we're not looking at it from the grander scheme of things, which is only available if we have some kind of uh, spiritual apprenticeship or some mentor yeah, who's sitting on the other side. Yeah, some kind of support. Exactly. Right? Yeah, because you can you can then skip. There's, you know, with those rungs, with the spiral, you can skip steps. Skip steps when you're working with quantum fre- frequencies and, and with light and with love and with creator. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so talk to us about maybe a story that you have or maybe something that you came across where someone was in a frame of mind and they had a plan which totally did not work out, right? Maybe it did not work out for whatever reason. And then they connected with their angels or maybe they connected with their spirit guides. And then a new road opened up, which was vastly more abundant and uh, more full of potential and what they actually want compared to what they had thought earlier. Yeah, well, I can talk about how I shifted my career from just doing one-on-one into right. into this international playground that I'm playing in now. Mm-hmm. And um, I was feeling some of the tension and I didn't understand it And uh, because I loved my career and I loved what I was doing, but I could feel the smallness 
of, uh, it's almost like I was like bigger than this room that I was sitting in, but I didn't know what it was. So I got the, um, the guidance, the spirit said, you know, my intuition was it's time to let go of this office. And mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine at the time why that would be a good idea because it's funding my family, you know, like, you know, and it was close to Christmas time and all this stuff. I'm like, what are you talking about? I am, I need this job here. And they, um, they gave me the inspiration. I'd been thinking about it for a while. They gave me the inspiration of doing my first online uh, experience and going in more internet, reaching out internationally. So um, <clears throat> I did not have the capacity to see what was about to happen. It, but mm -hmm. it took an incredible amount of faith and trust in my own intuition and in life itself to know that if I let go of that office, things would be okay. And that's what I did. I let go of the office. And uh, within months, I, I, I just can't even tell you what, you know, I'm not going to walk you through the steps, but it was pure magic, pure magic of what happened. All of a sudden I had this, like, they brought, someone randomly calls me. I don't even know this person and says, Hey, do you need an office right next to your house? <laughs> I, I, I hear you're working with angels. And I'm like, yeah, how'd you hear that? Cause I literally had a week to find a new office okay. and, and it was just, it was inc an incredible ride. Um, and it was, the office was in a church, believe it or not. It was crazy. And it was right okay. down me and I started developing um, and the angels really came through to help me develop these online um, angel practices and develop this intuitive healing training and I'm telling you within a matter of months I had like quadrupled my income so yeah. I was I was worried about it so anyways this is the power of really listening to a spirit and and really letting yourself be supported but I think the trick that most people fall into is they don't trust that they're going to be okay or they don't trust life quite yet um, mm. And I know I didn't, but that's where the angels helped me. Got it. So just that sense of assurance that you received, the messages that you received help you instill that sense of trust in your path, right? Yes, but it's really scary in the beginning because you never know if you're just making it up or if it's true. You have to take leaps of leaps of faith and do a lot of weird things along the way in order yeah. to have a life that really is vibrating a few mm -hmm. levels up, you know, right. that that has joy, that has a possibility, has hope and and just magic. Right, right, right. Yeah, that, that that definitely makes sense. I mean, I've uh, had uh, numerous conversations with listeners where a lot of our uh, members in our community, which is called Action Tribe, full of action takers, right? You yeah. tend to go down the path less trodden, right? Like in your case, you had a great career, but then you took uh, a detour or a different route, so to speak. And sometimes what tends to happen is that route seems to be longer. And then you are metaphorically in the jungle and you seem lost. And sometimes you question yourself, right? What if I was on that path where everyone's going on that path and there's a lot of certainty over there. So what did you tell yourself in those moments? How did you sort of bring yourself back to a sense of, I guess, certainty in a way that things will work out for you? Yeah, well, here's the thing. I mean, I, I took a leap of faith, but I also did it smartly. So it, it oh, was okay. like, it was like uh, um, I, I mean, it was still a huge risk, but I, I just at least I let my husband know what was happening and that we're going to have to kind of batten down the hatches, change our budget for a little while because half of our income is disappearing <laughs> for yeah. a couple of months. But I see, here's the thing. I always knew that if it didn't work out, like, it's not like your job is ever going to go anywhere. I just have to yeah. open up my office again. Big deal. But we, okay. you know, it's like, we can get our job, the old job back. If you want to find another job, J-O-B. It's, yeah. never, it's not going to go away. It's just, but if we don't take these leaps of faith and let ourselves fail, let's what, cause it, it would have been okay had it failed too. Mm -hmm. um, I, I would have been okay, but we catastrophize right before we're about to take inspired action. And those demons, those dragons will do nothing. They, they will stop at nothing. 
to, to get you not to do that, right? We, you know, our egos or whatever you want to call it, we have a high security system for safety. And until we learn how to hack that system, um, we'll stay in the same place. Got it. Thanks a lot for sharing. And and based on what you have shared so far, based on the stories, based on the, you know, aspects or these terms that you shared with us from your life, what is it one action step that you'd like to share with our listeners? An action step they can take to to rock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, the theme is still, you know, what we've been talking about the whole uh, time. But I know there's a lot of different kinds of spiritual folk out there. We're doing a lot of cool things. We're having doing meditation. And there's just so many different wonderful ways to connect with consciousness. But if you're not specifically connecting with these beings, with, with, with uh, making a conscious connection with your spiritual allies um, and that spirit team, then please start doing that. Because again, the, I'm, I, I meditated for 10 years before my angel experience. Okay, I was still miserable. <laughs> so, so, so I'm saying, please take, you know, add this, add something like this to your practice because it expedites your manifesting. It gives you strength and courage where there is no courage. And it's so freaking fun when you let your, whether it's ancestors or, or, uh, guides or angels into your life. Um, Oh yeah, I think that's really powerful. Thanks a lot for sharing that. I was recently having a conversation with a friend of mine who lost faith in the church, in in organized religion. And then when you are in that phase, you sort of don't have anything to lean upon, right? Mm -hmm. Especially if you're not spiritual. At least people who are spiritual, you know, think about spirit guides and the spirit team and, you know, maybe angels and the ancestors. So you have this sense of knowing that you're not alone. And you have that way of receiving support from the other realm. So mm-hmm. if you're not there already, Action Tribe, know that you're not alone and you have these practices that you can draw from. So, uh, and by the way, if you're enjoying the session so far, then make sure that you hit the subscribe button on your iPhone because it'll ensure that you do not miss out on any new episodes that we come out with. Once again, to save time, make sure that you hit the subscribe button because otherwise you'll feel like we've stopped releasing episodes, but we have not. <laughs> And uh, I hope you enjoyed the session so far and know that you have access to angels and you now know a little bit more about this, the mentorship and the support that you can receive from the other side. Irrespective of whether or not you believe in angels at the moment, try to have an open mind and a seeking spirit because the truth is that there is a lot that we don't know about how the universe operates. What I do know is that we are beings of light and that there's something special within each one of us. And oftentimes we forget the sacredness that is within us uh, because of so many things that are happening around us. So, you know, let these uh, angels be a reminder of the God potential within you. Because like Meister Eckhart once said, the soul at its highest is found like God, but an angel gives a closer idea of him. That is all an angel is, an idea of God. And with that, we're going to enter our last round for today, which is the wisdom round. Four questions so that our listeners can take note and take action. So, Corinne, what is the best piece of advice that you've ever received? Let's see. The best piece of advice was to wash my hair every other day, not every day, because I have curly hair and it gets (laughs) really frizzy. How about that? Yeah. I think everything is connected, right? (laughs) You know, we're going to go with the mundane advice. Yes. Right now. (laughs) Yep, yep. And if you could turn back time and spend one hour with anyone who's living or dead, what would it be? 
Yeah, I feel like, you know, I have to go with Oprah, you know, as a as a as a woman of color and someone who's done amazing things against all odds and all, you know, drugs and all of the stuff that she was in. Um, mm. I just would love to have a conversation with her. Got it. And what is that one thing you do in the morning or in the evening before you go to sleep that has improved the quality of your life? Yeah. Uh, again, on both occasions, I, I talked to I talked to my angels and I talked to my spirit team. And especially if I'm afraid of the day or something bad happened during the day, I ask them to take that fear away from me and to take the event away from me. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm in constant con- conversation <laughs> with them. I need a lot of help these days. <laughs> Great. Yeah. 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 That's amazing that you are able to do that. And what is it? One book that you'd like to recommend for our listeners today? You know, I have to say right now I am reading, um, I'm reading this, this book with this a really cool guy. His name is Trustika. Have you heard of him? Trustika, yeah, I have. Okay, so I'm reading his book. You know, he's a he's become a friend of mine, and it's like for me a perfect solution because it talks a lot about because he's a Christian mystic, and I have uh, so he talks a lot about the bi- different Bible passages that mean that is not saying that in using your intuition is evil, and it's it because I get called evil. I, from people who know that, you know, we're talking about intuition and angels and it's got to yeah. only, only be Jesus if you're, you know, so yeah. I, he, I love this book because he has a really interesting approach towards kind of merging the two. And I feel like there is a bridge, like all mist, all religious traditions have a mystical branch um, that yeah. has maybe, you know, so with the, so he's bringing out some really great work. Um, nice. Yeah. Nice. That's the, he's got a podcast as well, right? To, to yeah. Podcast. He's got a really cool podcast. He's yeah. a, he's a hip hop, uh, creator and all He's this stuff. yeah and so our books came out around around the same week so okay. we are you know so i'm I, I just thought well i should pick that up because it's it's he talks about angels and demons and all of this stuff so uh, but he does it from such a cool perspective so wow that's wonderful that's wonderful yeah i didn't know that that he's come out with it. it's so wonderful that uh it's a small world right it's like you don't know who you know who you know and especially when it comes to podcasting and new media in general it can be a small world especially for spirituality. So thanks a lot for sharing that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's been fun getting to meet people like you and, and, you know, making new friends. I'm really inspired um, by by people like you who are actually getting out there and taking inspired action, doing it. Oh, yeah. And also the fact that we had that conversation about uh, Satyan Raja before this call, right? I want to attend one of his workshops. Or maybe if you're in the city, it would be great to meet you as well. yeah, that would be awesome. I'll let you know. I plan on going. Pro- I'll be up up in Vancouver sometime next year for sure. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Action Tribe, uh, just to remind you, if you would like to listen to a book and not read it, then Audible.com is offering all our listeners one free Audible book download with a free 30-day trial so that you can get to check out their amazing service. Now, I'm not sure if Truth Seeker's book is out on Audible yet. Yeah, but you can check it out. Just search for it or maybe try out some other book. If you would like to listen to Audible, then go to my7chakras.com forward slash freebook. My7chakras.com forward slash freebook and start listening to your new audiobook. So, Karin, again, thanks a lot for coming on our show, sharing such amazing wisdom and knowledge and and stories, which I'm sure is going to be useful for all of our listeners because this is definitely a very, very powerful topic. Uh, before you go, tell us one thing that you're grateful for and how can we find you online and learn more about your works? Well, okay. Um, 
right now and always, I'm I'm just so grateful for the people that I find, people like you and people that are following the work that I do all over the world. Um, each and every person that I talk to when I get to speak about angels is a literal miracle to me. So speaking to you is a miracle and anybody who's listening, you're like a miracle to me because this was never possible before. And, um, you know, the, the angels have just really blessed me with a beautiful life and a beautiful career. So I'm very grateful for that. Great. And how do we find you online? Yes, you can go to my website, corinnegrillo.com, C-O-R-I-N-G-R-I-L-L-O.com. If you're interested in doing our 21-day uh, journey with the angels, uh, the angel experiment, you can find on my website or on Amazon. That's the name of the book. And on my website, you can find you know various other things going on there. Um, so make sure to check it out. And, and I'm on Facebook, so you can find me on Facebook too. Great. Um, are you on Instagram as well? I am. I am. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's great. We'll add the links in the show notes uh, so that people can follow you as well. Action Tribe, before we end, if you enjoyed today's episode and if you consider yourself part of Action Tribe, then you will definitely love the Action Tribe Energy Circle, which is our soon-to-launch membership portal for healing, awakening, and abundance. So, you know, on there, you'll have access to a panel of mentors who will provide you a a variety of training on topics like discovering your purpose, activating your intuition, learning about yoga philosophy, and things like that. So if you're curious and you want to learn more, then go to my7chakras.com forward slash waitlist, my7chakras.com forward slash waitlist, and we've got something special in store for you. If you're on Instagram, take a screenshot of this episode and tag me. My handle is at my7chakras. That's at my7chakras. And couldn't you remember yours? I mean, Remember my what? Your Instagram handle. Or I, I can ask I'm you later. Sure. It, I think it's Corinne Grillo. It should be Corinne Grillo. Yeah, you can just search for Corinne Grillo. I'm sure they can find you. Yeah. But make sure that you tag her, her as well. And finally, if you've got a question, comment, observation, or something that you'd just like to share, my email is aj at my 7 That's aj at my 7 So Corinne, thank you so much for coming on our show, talking to us about angels and taking us one step closer to a human revolution. Thank you for listening to My 7 Chakras at My7Chakras.com That is My S-E-V-E-N Chakras.com